What's up, guys? It's Johnny and Stephanie. Welcome back to Orlando Out of Context. We and just wanted to uh, have a little episode where we chit chat. Yeah, it's been a minute that we have just had a little episode of just us just chit chatting and kind of catching up and having people listen what we've been up to lately. So it's been good. We've been having a lot of uh, guests, not a lot, but like, I think our last couple episodes, Uh, if you want to, if you missed out on our episode last week, we had uh, the Lunas on and we talked about sex and Let's talk all about kinds of sex, baby. Let's <laughs> talk about you and me. Yeah. Alternative relationships and sexual freedom and all the fun things, all the positions, all the na- all the things. Yes, it was a fun topic. I definitely would love to uh, do another interview in the future with the Lunas as well to talk about some other fun topics also. So I don't know about you, but I really want to go to the Secrets Hideaway Resort. I want to go to um, what was the other place? The the Sex Dungeon place. That'd be kind of cool. The Sex Dungeon I mean, kind of fun. I don't know. I just want to like kind of watch what other people do. Not that I want to be like some creepy participant. Yeah. old person, but I like... You're going to be a, a, a perv just... <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to just let be a peeping Tom, but I really do want to see. Um, I, I'm a people watcher. I love people watching people. So it's okay. You're gonna be a peeping Tom, but I'll be there <laughs> right along with you. I don't you know. John said you can just sit at the bar and have a drink and yeah. I mean, I'll be down people. for it. Why not? Who knows? You can probably meet some fun, interesting people, and you know that's kind of fun because those types of people are very like open-minded and liberated and they're not so yes. closed off like a lot of people like people get so freaking uh, like offend offended by every little damn thing you do or don't do so it's like for sure it's annoying i mean i i, I um actually go to a nudist resort as part of my job like so i visit them and i kind of know the people there really well and they're like the nicest people they're so oh, yeah. Uh, I mean, the things that they talk about, they want to have like intelligent conversation. They are really nice and open and kind. They've invited me there uh, to like hang out with them when I'm not at work, which is like a little bit weird, but. (laughs) (laughs) It's because it's not your forte, but I mean, that's cool because like (laughs) a lot of those people, they're like you said, they're educated. They want to have good conversations. They just want to be free and not be judged you know and then especially if they're coming from from the corporate america where they have to like be so reserved and like uptight but the stick up for us just gives them that freedom (laughs) to just like literally let loose and let their balls hanging and their boobs sagging like (laughs) no why not why not So, how, so your your sister just visited us here recently. How was uh, how was that? What did you guys do? It was oh, shit. We did so much stuff. Like when I messaged you the other day, and I was like, he he was like, Johnny was like, what did you do today? And I was like, oh, I filmed like six TikTok videos. And he was like, Jesus, what were you doing? Yeah, we were what just the hell um, were you doing then? You know, my sister, she's my biggest fan. I swear to you, she's our biggest fan, and um, she always has a list of like stuff she wants to do that she saw us do already but this trip she was kind of more open to like helping me like see some new stuff so 
Um, we went to this French cafe in Dr. Phillips. Ooh, I love this. Uh, some French uh, macaroons. Yeah, what is they the, had what pastries. They had, um, what did my sister got? What, what is that like thing that's like a really skinny pancake and then they Crap. fold it? A crepe, Crap. yes. Crap. She got a crepe. So this place is, I've been there before actually, and they have this amazing waffle. And the waffle, it's not really what you would think it is. It's it's not like fluffy and fat like a Belgian waffle. It's kind of like thinner, but then it it almost tastes like it has a sweet outer coating. Almost like if you would take a donut and smash it in a waffle maker. Ooh. Um, but unfortunately, they just like with freaking COVID uh, taking everything from us, they were like, oh, we, we haven't had the waffles for a little while because our supplier can't get them. And, and I was like, are you not going to have the waffles forever? And he was like, no, we're trying to get them, but we just haven't had them for a little bit. So unfortunately, the whole reason I took my sister there was to get these waffles, but she ended up uh, excited because she wanted a crepe. So she got a Nutella crepe and I got a chocolate croissant and they had a ton of good pastries. It seems like a really cool place where like a lot of people like hang out to do work like on their laptops yeah, it's like a little it sounds like a little pastry slash coffee shop yeah because we were there like mid-morning in the middle of the week and there was like a ton of people just chilling there like adults so there's probably a lot of people who can work from home like remotely yeah like, i work from home but i can't like move around i have to stay here because my i have a, a desktop not a laptop so i can't yeah these people were straight up doing like all their work on the laptop drinking coffee oh, that's pretty cool did enjoying... you make a that place or yeah i did so stay tuned okay, um we we did uh we went to the orlando art museum which is you know i've been living in orlando since 2006 and i've never been I've never been either. I've heard that they have all these really cool like exhibits and different things going on uh, throughout the uh, year. So didn't you say- I'd really like to go one year for their Christmas tree um, thing. They have like a really short Christmas tree event where they have Christmas trees. I want to go for that one year. Isn't there, didn't you say something before about like uh, an event or an upcoming event with them coming up or something that they do like every month or whatever? Uh, so by the time the podcast comes out, it'll already be passed. But each month, uh, the first weekend of the month, if you are a cha uh, Bank of America or Merrill Lynch card holder, you can get in for free. And then the first Thursday of every month, they're going to have uh, like an evening event from like six to nine, where they have like music and cocktail type hour. Um, I guess the museum is not normally open that late. But it's kind That'd of like kind of local cool. musicians and then outside artists set do like many. Ooh, that'll uh, be kind setups. of fun to go with friends or a cute little date night, you know? Yeah. So that'll be good. So for, for our listeners, and you said it's the first Thursday of the every month. The first Thursday of every month. And then so the first then weekend when this for gets the free out, entry. Yeah, they can uh, go see it in, in April then. Okay. Yes. I have to go because I've never been. So I'll be I'll be kind of fun to check that out yeah i mean it was yeah. and when we went they were they had a um special display for black history month um it was pretty cool it was like really bright i don't i wouldn't i'm not very i love art but i'm not really sure of all the different styles it kind of looked like street art it was very bright and bold and i liked it it was cool 
They also had a Chihuly piece. I don't know if you're familiar with Dale Chihuly. He makes the um, glass, the blown glass sculptures. Um, they're oh, in a lot of really big places. Like uh, a couple of the big hotels in Las Vegas have a Chihuly sculpture. Uh -huh. uh, two of the Disney cruise ships have Dale Chihuly um, chandeliers and the atrium of a ship. Uh -huh. And, um, you know, he's kind of a well-known artist. So they do have one Chihuly piece there. That was kind of cool. Nice. I would have to check that out because I really don't know who that artist is. So I like art. I just don't know, like, as far as, like, the different types of artists or the different types of designs. I look at something, it's like, oh, if it's pretty or if it intrigues yeah. me, I like it. <laughs> no, that's the, you could say I am the basic bitch when it comes to knowing anything about art. I can appreciate it. I just don't know anything about it. <laughs> well, Dale Chihuly, he's like, once you look at his art, you, you'll be able to pick it out anywhere because it basically looks all the same. Like everything is the same style. And I, that's the only reason why I really remember it. Because a long time it's ago, I actually, like I went to a whole museum that was just Dale Chihuly. And I feel like it was here in Florida somewhere, maybe like near Tampa. Nice. It's kind of like this uh, Colombian artist. Um, it's called, his name is Botero. And he's really popular in Colombia. He's has a really big scene also in, in, in Florida, here in Florida, but like down in Miami area, because there you know, a lot of the Latinos and stuff. And the majority of his art and sculptures are, are of these fat women. And they're curvy. Fat women? Yeah, fat women, yeah. The sculptures oh. and paintings of a, like of fat women um, and they're really interesting, some of his work. And then another famous um, artist uh, that I know is, uh, is it Brito or Brito? Something like that. He's a Brazilian one. And it's, his is a little bit more abstract. And he has all these very rich, colorful designs, very abstract. Um, I've even seen some of his designs like on people's suitcases. Like he'll like all the little designs and stuff is on his suitcases. Um, I've been to, uh, I've seen a, a museum of uh, Picasso's art when I was in Barcelona. Oh, was wow. Really, yeah, I got to see some of uh, Picasso's stuff. Um, and you can kind of tell like all his stuff is really his because if it's all like very abstract and very like, I don't know, sometimes I feel some of these artists where their minds, they gotta be on some damn drugs. Like it literally looked like people passing. A lot you know? of artists are suffering, you know, they have mental things going on. And that's a lot of creatives, I think, you know, yeah. a lot of creative people have a, lo a lot of, uh, what's the word I want to say, like, not normal brains. Uh, what's the thing that people say now? Uh, not that you're on the spectrum, but you're neuro, you're either neurotypical or norm neuroatypical. And that mm -hmm. has to do with the way that your brain functions. I I was just watching today, I just finished up, uh, there's a new documentary on Netflix about Kanye West. And I don't, I hate Kanye, I think he's a fool and I don't like him at all, <laughs> but I love watching documentaries and I like watching like um, how people, you know, like what Kanye was before he was Kanye, like how he yeah. got to where he is now being crazy and yelling yeah. and throwing fits. And um, that's, you know, like him, he, he's, he's done all these, brilliant things i mean brilliant is a i guess that's up for discussion but you know it's because he has an atypical brain you know like he definitely thinks way different than most other people
That's true. I'll admit, like, I'm not necessarily a major fan of Kanye and stuff. I mean, I've, of course, obviously, we all heard some of his music. And so when, when, you t when you told me Kanye, the first thing I thought about was his album from 2013, 2014. And that his music on that album was, like, the best for me. Like, I really liked a lot of his I think songs. that was his Pablo album. Um, I think it was Yeezus, Yeezus album, I believe. I don't remember. To me, I, I just love original Kanye, like uh, College Dropout, like before Kanye got crazy. I feel like that was his best album, hands down. Uh, you know, that album came out during a really exciting time of my life. So you ever listen to music and the music just takes you back to what you were experiencing in your life at that time? Yes, and like I think the, that's the reason well, why yeah. I like that album from 2013, 2014. <laughs> yeah, for sure. But, but um, go ahead. No, no, no. I was, oh, yeah, Yeezus. I was right. It's called Yeezus. I just looked it up. That was his, that Yeezus album was, uh, the, for me, was one of uh, my favorite ones from him. You should watch the documentary. It's three parts. Each part is like an hour and 45 minutes. Does it, does it have him talking and kind of, you know... As, really so he actually yeah. decided to sign up and actually talk about it then. yeah well I mean not like I wouldn't say it's like interviews with the camera but it it's just like this man he followed him through you know his whole lifetime from since basically like maybe like I don't know the early 2000s or maybe the late 90s before Kanye was like and that was like the coolest part to me because they showed like things where so everybody thought Kanye was just like a producer and they yeah. never took him as like a real rapper and he wanted to be a rapper even though he was a brilliant producer and produced a lot of stuff for like Jay-Z and other rappers you know he would they have him like in this documentary like busting into like a records headquarters office and he would just start singing for people and it would just be like these office bitches like looking at him like do you realize I'm just a secretary like <laughs> like I'm just here hourly like I'm you just here to sing get to me. my little coins so he was just busting into everyone's office just singing and like just putting himself out there and it kind of was like a little inspirational to me because you know you just have these points in your life where you sit down and you think like why do I do what I do every day because does anybody even like it is anyone even listening does anyone even care like, but if yeah. you really believe in something, you just have to keep doing it. You have to keep, keep putting it. it out there. You have to keep shouting it to the world. And, and not give up. And not give up. And eventually, if if somebody will like it, what you do. No, and it's true. And it's, and it's something that you're very passionate about and love. That, that makes a huge difference as far as continuing and not want to give up. So yeah. that's, I think that what makes the difference between you know, a person who has no passion or desire or something and they're just doing it to get a paycheck versus somebody that even though they're not necessarily making money on it, they continue doing their craft, eventually getting it even better and finally getting their big break moment and then bam, blow up. So that's kudos to him for that, at least, you know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, so what exactly. else did you do with your, uh, with your sister then uh, with the... Uh, you know, we just... Uh piddle pottled all over Orlando we did some shopping we went to some little stores that she wanted to go to we Any went to the, the you yourself what'd you say 
Any new spots? Any spots that you um, have been to your, yourself? No. The sh- well, we went to this place called the Succulent Empire, which okay. is in I like over there near Ivanhoe Village. And this place had we were just driving and and I just saw it and I was like, oh, let's go over there because I've been kind of like on a plant frenzy lately. Like I've been wanting to yeah with all your little plants you've been buying (laughs) (laughs) and may i add they're all still alive thank god i know shockingly right but um so we went in this place and like they had all these um like rare plants Mm -hmm. and they had a plant that was eight thousand dollars holy crap and i mean this place was really like if you're a plant aficionado this is the place to go they had tons of like all kinds of species cactus they had different um they had different rooms and they even had like you know these machines that like miss the plants and like mm-hmm. keep them they had some um what do you call those greenhouses yeah so you know they had this plants that needed to be in specific environments in their specific environments so they seem to be pretty knowledgeable about all the plants in there well, I mean, shit, for $8,000, like, they, that right. must be some type of very rare plant then. Speaking of uh, aficionados and plants, you know, remember when we went to the, uh, that speakeasy bar, prop, prop, Propagate? Propagate. I always say it wrong. <laughs> but yeah, but the same thing. It's like, I like the, I like the whole decor with all the different plants and the unique drinks. And so that'd be kind of You know cool. what? I hate when I follow on Instagram and it's like, they really do their job like they really make a nice instagram because it's like every week i want to go there because they're always posting like new cute drinks and like new items that are on the list and i'm like Oof. that's how they keep you instead of they, they and that's the way to do it you have one small basic menu and then rotate it every so often to keep people guessing and wanting more so that's also a good thing and that's what does uh, that's what uh, gideon's does too with their cookies they have their main cookies and then they have a new cookie like every month um so i'm I'm. what's what's the cook by the way speaking of cookies do you know what uh the new cookie is for this month for march um i think it's some kind of coffee cookie um like the coffee coffee one right it is coffee toffee chocolate chip um filled and topped with freshly ground espresso beans and complemented with toffee for a sweet crunch and chocolate for rich richness in our vanilla bean cookie finished see, with a sprinkling good. of sea salt yeah that sea salt gets me man i think that sea salt on a lot of the cookies just like that, that's, sets I think my that's mouth on little fire secret. yeah that, that's like little secret agreement that they do with their cookies and you said that you had their like a, a new cake uh thing that they had there too right i had the rainbow crunch cake which is only available on fridays uh mm. because my sister so when she was here she left on friday like friday evening so she mm. went to disney springs in the morning because i had to work so she went went to disney springs and i said oh can you please get me a piece of that cake because i know that i'll never be at disney springs that early on a friday yeah because it probably sells out because it's limited so um it was cut it was good but it was very sweet so it's like three or four layers with like marshmallow buttercream and then but then it had like um you know when a, what's on a coffee cake, like the topping of a coffee cake, yeah, like, like crumbles, those crumbles. Crumbles, yeah. I love those. I love those so much. And those were in there too. And then the cake is like funfetti. 
But their cake is awesome. I love yeah. their cake. It their looks, chocolate looks cake, like the icing is so good. It looks really yummy. And you know, with the rainbow and stuff and me, you know, me being gay, that's just like, sign me up. <laughs> Give me more gayness, you know? I would just eat it just because of the rainbow, you know? <laughs> I'm an easy sell. <laughs> And well, you know, I love it because it's not, it's not their aesthetic. Like color is not their aesthetic. So no, it's not. It, it, that even cake is special. The marketing, like on their, on their Instagram, it's like, even though it's all that color, they have an all black background. So it yeah. still kind of keeps to their aesthetics at the, either way, you know? So that's yeah, a good thing. Sure. But I mean, that's good that you and your sister had, you know, fun going around and taking her We also took, um, we took a little trip, um, towards Tampa. I'm not really sure exactly where we were. It was basically between Tampa and here, maybe like a little past Lakeland. Uh, mm -hmm. We went to an air museum and my sister said that this place is actually hosts like one of the biggest air air shows in the country. Um, and it's going to be, I think oh, next month. I know what you're talking about. Cause when you drive towards Tampa, you pass by, you see like that big plane. No, like, we, th we thought that's what it was, but it wasn't. It's no? a little bit past there. It's a little really? bit past there. So, um, she so said like people there? just like fly in their planes for this event. And then they like pitch a tent underneath the plane. Cause I was, it was like literally in the middle of nowhere. And I was like, I wonder where people stay when they come for this event, because there's not even a restaurant in sight, let alone a hotel. It's the Florida air museum um Ooh, okay florida's official aviation museum and education center so so then what is that um that plane that you know when you're driving on i4 towards tampa then that's not that's part of some other kind of like plane um i don't know i i feel like it's probably a roadside attraction kind of like uh, that dinosaur you might you know the dinosaur yeah. too don't they still i feel have like it's something like that we were going to catch that on the way back, but it was closed already by the time we were making our way back. I'm surprised that's still even in business, even after COVID. I know. Because, <laughs> you know, Holy Land closed, but I think Holy Land closed even before COVID. And um, I think it had some, I think Holy Land closing had something to do with the people that owned it or the government. I feel like it was owned by the government of Israel or so, I don't know, something like that. Don't quote me. Yeah, I wonder what they're gonna do with that that with that with that land over there where the holy land is. I heard they're gonna they're gonna do something. I just don't remember what. <laughs> you see, they opened up the express the express lane on I four. Have you used it yes. yet? So I'm kind of excited about that because hopefully it'll help. Since you know I live here in downtown Orlando, it'll help alleviate some of the uh, the traffic. So and everything's finally like the majority of the construction, at least on my side of town, it's. It's pretty much done with. So maybe next time I come to you, I'll test it out because I'm always like anytime I have to go meet meet Jonathan, um, and I'm headed his way. So I live like over near SeaWorld. He lives near downtown. Every single time I hit like so much traffic and I'm always texting him, like, I'm almost there. It's fucking traffic. I know. God damn I it. Know. And I, but you just gotta leave traffic. a little bit earlier because of the traffic. And and I noticed that with with the um with the um, express lane, it's not one set price. The prices change actually. So it depends on how busy and how much of you know traffic jams there are. Because like when I came back last night, um from your place, there were it said zero dollars. 
So you can go on it and you're not going to be charged it. But of course, you still have to have your e-pass and I don't have my e-pass with me. So I didn't go on it because I didn't want to get billed or get a fine or something like that. So I wonder what the highest price is. I don't know. It just really depends on the distance because it shows you the like the different exit. One of the exits that I saw was um, the um, Kaylee, Kaylee, uh, Kaylee Street exit in Michigan Street. And which is the one that I take anyways to go home anyway. So that would have been kind of good to do. Um, but I also saw that it connects to uh, to the uh, 528 as well. Ooh, that could be helpful. So that could be helpful, especially like, you know, for tourists, you know, getting to the airport and stuff, especially if you're like in Disney or Universal and stuff. Yeah. Just hop on that and then take the, the express lane towards the 528. So got to test her out. Yeah, so that bad boy opened up on Saturday. So we got to test it out to see how it is for us. That's good so, news for me. That'll help alleviate a lot of traffic for sure. Definitely. Definitely. You live like right where all the traffic is, basically. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm, I have all the highways nearby, the 408, the I-4. So it's, it's convenient, but it's also can be a pain in the ass, you know? So something that I did um, that was really exciting for me was I went to sample out Joey Fatone's hot dog truck. Ooh. So those of you who are longtime listeners of the podcast know that Joey Fatone is basically one of my dream podcast guests because, you know, he is like Mr. Orlando. Yes. I've personally seen him around Orlando, you know, just living his life. And, you know, he, you know, I think loves Orlando and he's lived here for a long time. So I saw on his Instagram for his food truck, Fat Ones, that he they were going to be taping some sort of food show here in Orlando. And if you want a chance to meet Joey and have the hot dogs, like text this number. So I just text the number, like not even thinking anything of it, like thinking mm -hmm. there's no way that I'll get picked. So then like a couple weeks later, I get a message like, you've been selected to meet Joey and try the hot dogs. And I was oh like, my God. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> and then, so then I go and I go by myself, unfortunately, because, you know, you, uh, you, on I only got an invite for myself. And then by the time I got the invite and you went ahead That's and fun. answered, yeah. it texted, it, it was already full. I didn't but get honestly, I just didn't think I would get chosen. So I didn't really well, bother cool, to tell though. you. Yeah, so I went out there and they had it was really nice because there weren't that many people there. There was like 40 people there and okay. they were filming for this show called Man Versus Food. Yeah. Uh, I've never watched it, but I've seen it before, but years ago. Yeah. Um, so they were just filming basically about the hot dogs, his truck and everything. And then after they were done filming, he came out and we took pictures. We got I got a selfie with him, got to meet him, shake his hand. Oh, you know, invite him cool. to be on the podcast. So, you know, hopefully he will follow up with us. We would love to hear from him. We would love Dear to talk Joey, about Orlando. We need you on our podcast. Joey, we want you on the podcast, please. I'm so, on board. <laughs> <laughs> the hot dogs, you know, they were, um, I'm not a hot dog fan, but these were some big ass hot dogs. They look and good. They were fat and long, and then they had like a lot mm -hmm. of uh random I mean, toppings. Oh, fat and long. <laughs> oh, you know, we love fat and long around here. <laughs> and then it came with like these things called Brooklyn Flats. So they were kind of like a, a hybrid French fry slash chip. 
So they were okay. very thinly sliced wide potatoes and they were like a little bit crunchy. Um, but not, it was like a half potato chip, half fry type thing. And then he also has, um, I think like Italian ice on the truck, but they didn't have it that day. So this was the first time I ever actually got to try his food because he was doing like local events around Orlando for a while, but I haven't seen the food truck uh, yeah, at any of the events I've been to. Different places and stuff. But you can follow on um, Fat One's truck. Fat One's Orlando is the IG. And um, the update cool. you. I'm going to try one of his hot dogs then. You know what's so funny? I actually met um, Joey Fatone. Um, this was like years ago when I was in college uh, doing an internship. I did an internship with this uh, public relations company. I don't really? Even know. Yeah. So this you was never that, told like, me that story. I, I'm just thinking about it right now. <laughs> so it was in 2010. Um, we did a, um, uh, a really fun event called Fashion Funds the Cure um, at the Saks Fifth Avenue back in the days when it was at the Florida Mall. And it was a fashion show for kids who have cancer. So basically what it was is we had like all of the um, different sponsors and local like restaurants come, come and like provide obviously the food, the drinks. Uh, one of the sponsors was, um, oh, my God, oh my God, I can't believe I forgot the name of them. The, uh, the bubbly, uh, Barefoot, Barefoot Wines. Okay. Um, and then we had local celebrities, like the news anchors, and one of the local celebrities was Joey Patone. And I was doing the internships. I was responsible of, you know, like emailing the people, getting all the different sponsorships. Zero was there. They had like, they had um, stingrays. They had a little penguin. They had all these cool little animals that you can like pet and stuff. And then the little girls and, and boys were able to pick out their outfits in Saks Fifth Avenue because they had a kid section. And uh, the local celebrities were walked out with them on the runway. So it was a really fun Aww, event. That's so um, and I got to meet Joey Fatone then. So if you're listening, Joey, I don't know if you remember that event, Fashion Funds to Cure. So I remember meeting you then. And I met his mom. His mom is really awesome too. She used to do a lot of, um, she was uh, um, the MC at Pulse, Pulse Orlando. Oh. Yeah, this was back like in like same thing, 2011, 2012. And she was a funny lady. I forgot her first name, but I remember her. And she, cause she would always say, yeah, I'm Joey Patone's mom. Yes, that's, <laughs> I'm, I'm his, I'm her, I'm his mother. You know, so she was, she was pretty cool too. And um, it was um, open mic night. I think it was like some kind of special event that they had at Pulse years ago, obviously. And I still remember that. And when you actually brought that up now about the, you know, meeting him, I was like, oh my God, I remember actually meeting Joey Patone too. So that was pretty cool. <laughs> I can't believe you told me that. Like all this time I was texting you like, oh my God, he's, I'm going to meet him soon. And I sent you the pictures from, you know, right yeah, after I met him. That's in. pretty cool though. Like, I'm going to put the pictures on IG and we're also going to make a TikTok about uh, the truck. So stay yes, tuned for that. Yes, you know what? I kind cool. of had a really like epiphany when I was at this event. So let me, let me just set the scene for you. Okay. You know, I'm, there's 40 people there. I would say like, uh, 35 of them were women and. Huh. Only my, 35? Oh, man. I mean, there was only a few dudes there. Okay. 
because you know these are all women who were like obsessed with Joey Fatone okay yeah these are like his biggest fan and um like some of them even brought like things for him to sign like in sync toys and like different things oh like that. Oh my gosh, yeah. And I'm just sitting on this bench and I'm sitting next to this girl and she's like, and I was like, oh, are you an in sync fan? And she's like, no, but my mom really likes him. So, and she didn't get the invite. So I'm just here to just, you know, Aww. meet him for her. And then I was like, I think in my mind, like, oh my God, how old is this girl? And then I look at all the other women and I'm like, I said to her, how old are you? And she says, 18. And I said, oh my God, I'm one of these old bitches here. I'm one yes. of these old bitches who, who used to love sync. Like, as, from my point of view, I'm looking at everybody there and I'm like, Jesus, a bunch of old bitches here. And in reality, and you then were once one I of the start old talking to her, I realized I'm part of that old bitch crew. I would have been an old bitch too if I was there too because that's that was our era back then, you know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so it's funny, like I was talking to her, I was like, "Yeah, I mean, like they used to be really huge and they were just really amazing. Like music was so different back then." Oh yeah. I mean, music was magical. Like I, I was never really an InSync fan, like a hardcore fan, because I was obsessed with Hanson from when I was twelve and yeah. to present day. My heart belonged to Hanson which was not a band that people like loved a lot. Like they were really popular, but they were not as popular as NSYNC and Backstreet Boys. But yeah. I still loved NSYNC music. I still love oh, yeah. Backstreet Boys music. music. Yeah. Like all that music, like Britney Spears and Christina Aguilera and like everything. I mean, even Old Town. Did you ever listen to Old Town? Yeah, I remember Old Town. I would like to have Old Town, someone from Old Town on the podcast too. I think that would be a fun podcast as well. And Boys too. <laughs> yeah i mean cool. you know it's just like i miss those times of music i really really do and i was getting so like emotional when i was talking to that girl and she and then i was like jesus i feel so old <laughs> well, you know what? we're not even we're not even that old but it was a different type of generation and like it's like a lot of the women there they had children with them and then i was just like because I don't have children, we Jonathan and I talk a lot about this because, you know, we don't have children. So when you don't have children, it kind of like, I don't know, it kind of keeps you young. Like oh God, when God. you look at other people, you don't, in your mind, you don't group yourself with those people. So even mm -hmm. though these women were my age, in my mind, I'm still young and, and free. Yeah, and here you don't have I'm, all the stress from kids yeah. and all the chaos that comes with raising a little fucker. Don't get no. me wrong, I like kids, but like, I don't, I don't know. know, it's such a, I like them from, a, for a small doses, like, I can't, like, full-time, because, like, if I were to ever have a kid, like, I need to have me a nanny, I'd be like, all right, you're crying, go to your mother, I, or if I, I, no, no, <laughs> no, God, it's a hard no, <laughs> no, no you're it. playing it through your mind, you're like, yeah, it's a hard no, yeah, that's a hard no, thank God I'm gay, <laughs> You know how many people, women, tell me that they want to have kids? Like, I swear to you, I sometimes feel if I was fucking straight, like, I would have so many fucking bitches pregnant. No, you could have bitches pregnant now if you want to. I know, and they want me to get them pregnant, which is the fucked up part. They do. <laughs> you're it's because you're beautiful. Like, you have really good features. If, you. if you're going to mate it's with somebody... Eye. You have, you should, if you're going to mate with somebody outside of it being for love, 
you'll want to choose someone who's beautiful or intelligent yes. or yes. both. Yes. And that's I what it that is. I, have both. I feel that I have both. Yes. You, know? you have good eyes and good <laughs> hair. Good hair. Yeah. Look at my oh, hair. It's a mess That today. hair. <laughs> no, but for real, like so many people, like I sometimes, I sometimes think about that. Like if I was straight, like I probably would have already been married, like in my mid twenties, maybe late twenties. I probably would have had already two to three kids. Hell, I could have probably already been on my second marriage by now, you know? <laughs> like, yeah, it's easy for a man, you know? That's Being what I'm a saying. Man like, in I don't life know if I would easy. be a, a player or if I would be loyal and faithful. I, I think I would because even as a gay man, even though I haven't done a lot of relationships, I feel like I would be monogamous and loyal and faithful to my partner as long as he is as well. So even yeah. though I'm just saying this on, you know, jokingly and stuff, I think deep down, even if I was straight, I would be loyal to my wife. Good. You know, I'm like proud that. of you for that. <laughs> even though, even though I'm single, my model still whole life or no life. <laughs> but when I'm in a relationship, I'm serious. And I'm I mean, just like we talked about with the Lunas, uh, you know, relationships have all kinds of seasons Perfect. and, yeah. you know, you have to communicate with your partner. You know, starting out monogamous is great. If then, you know, as you've been married for like 10, 15 years, you might want to, oh, yeah, you might want to liven it up. But it's all about talking to your partner. Exactly. And that's making sure you're both on the same page. Communication is key for sure. No matter what, in any relationship, whether you're dating somebody, your coworkers, your boss, your friends, communication is always key to everything. And I I agree with what, what the Luna said about, you know, how, that people want to stigmatize, you know, people being in open relationships or swinging and things like that. It's like, why not? If it's going to, if you've been together monogamous for a long time and things are getting stagnant and kind of stale, like, why not spice it up a bit? So I agree, yeah. like, in the beginning, because especially for me, since I haven't had that many relationships, I know for sure in the beginning, I will want to be loyal just him and I. And then obviously, if we're together many years, you know, I'm open to bringing in some more fun along the way. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> for sure. It's like, you know, when you have jobs, as soon as you, you master one job, you're, you're ready to climb to the next level and open up your mind and your experience and like try new things. Oh my God. I'm so ready for that too. <laughs> <laughs> Trying some new things with new things with jobs. Speaking of jobs, didn't you um didn't you um apply? Yes, for, girl, or, I got me a new girl. job. I'm so wow. happy. So I know we don't talk too much personal things on this podcast, but yeah. you know, we're trying to work on that too. We do wanna like we do wanna open up to you. I am so excited I'm gonna be starting a new job actually on Monday. Yes. This shit is gonna be so good for my mental health and my physical oh my health God. my yes. emotional health my work-life balance like my life is about to be real good and yeah. I am so happy good you do that <laughs> like you've been like with this company for such a long time and the do job is still within the same company right yeah like, it's still within the same company it's just going to be very very different good so, you need that you need change sometimes because if you do the same thing you're not you're not, what's the word I'm looking for? Challenging yourself. Yeah. And I, and I haven't been not... challenged for, oh, a very, very long time. Yeah. And, um, and you're going to yeah. have a better schedule. That way we have more time to do all these other fun things. that we I have know. To do. I'm going to be a Monday through Friday, bitch. 
And oh, I have not been that. But you know what? That basic bitch lifestyle is really great because you got that perfect work-life balance. And I think, at least for me, that's very important when I when it comes to a job. You know, I've never been an office bitch my whole life. I, I honestly, I don't even know how to do it. I'm gonna need pointers from you guys. Like, tag me in the comments. Like, I need like let me know what your office bitch pointers are. Like, bitch pointers. Do I need to get like? Do I need to get one of those like big ass hydro jugs? Like, I feel like that's what you do. You just drink water and you just gossip and you know like, guilty. You I have, take, a, I have like my, all I have day breaks. Job. I don't know. I don't. What do office people do? Like, wear jeans on Friday. I mean, like celebrate Pretty stupid much. holidays. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I worked in a nursing home, in a hospital. I worked at Disney. So I literally have worked every weekend and every holiday since I was 16. Yeah. You need this. You deserve it. You deserve it. I'm pumped. Yes. Hopefully you get pumped. It's uh, the uh, the break, like not in the break room, but one of those like storage closet or something. Oh, I don't know about that. (laughs) No, you know what? Yeah, better not to shit where you uh, don't don't shit where you eat. What's that saying? What's yeah, that's what it is. Don't shit where you eat. Yeah, yeah. It's okay because I'm 100% sure that won't happen where I work, so. You'd probably say, yeah, there ain't nobody. There's no one that. eligible, so. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kind of like that right now with my job now. Like, I remember, like I told you last year, I had the blessing to get weekends off. Same thing with me my whole life. I worked weekends, worked holidays, worked nights. And, you know, like, even before getting weekends last year, I switched over to day chef and I was happy about that, but I still had to work on weekends. So when I got my weekend schedule last year, I was very excited about it and, and I still am, but I've just now in a point in my life where I'm just a little not happy so much. You know, obviously it pays the bills. I'm good at what I do with my job. You know, I like the money, but I'm not, I don't feel challenged anymore and I'm getting a little yeah. bit bored with it. And I've been telling you about this for a while too. So, um, Let's just see what happens. I mean, those is, is, you know, whatever the universe wants, whether me to continue staying here, maybe, you know, apply for something within the company as well. The company I work with is great. I love it. I've been with them for over three years and I really enjoy working with them. Um, But I am ready to challenge myself with some new things and and use my degree. Like, I mean, I use my degree, but like, I want to use more with it, you know? So we'll see what happens, but I'm happy for you. That's that. Thank that's gonna you. give you that, like you said, the mental mental health. It doesn't matter what type of job or how much money you have. Mental health is so so important. It really yeah. is. Yeah. And if you don't have that, then you're not gonna be able to conquer or do anything else without it. So it's gonna be a good change for you. So I'm looking forward to seeing those changes for yourself. And us having those changes for us within, you know, our podcast and all of our social media stuff too. Definitely. <laughs> so, so, you know, excited. I was in Puerto Rico, right? I was in Puerto Rico. Yeah, um, you took a little, another impromptu trip. A little impromptu trip. He calls you know? me like, yeah, uh, I'm going to Puerto Rico tomorrow. So, <laughs> my. <laughs> that's, that's how I have to travel, you know, since I have, you know, my sister's flight benefits. Um, I, I have to literally planned it so last minute so it was a friend's birthday and remember we were you and i had something planned that weekend it was valentine's weekend so it was like the 11th through the 13th and those plans that we had never felt never went through remember so so we we so luckily i had those days off 
and then my friend's like, hey, um, you know, it's my birthday. By the way, I'm going to Puerto Rico. Do you want to come? And my friends always fucking do this. They always tell me shit so last minute. And I don't mind because I do last minute things, but it's hard for me to get the time off that last minute. So thank God I already had it off. So I was like, fuck it. I'm going to Puerto Rico. Um, we you know what? Up- I was, I'm not going to lie. I was kind of jealous looking at your pictures because it was a large group of you guys. Like it how was. many people went? It was um, Looked like, nine like 10? Or 10 of us. Yeah, nine yeah. or 10 of us. And I'm just thinking like, for me to like call my friends and be like, hey, bitches, you want to go somewhere? Uh, it would be like, okay, well, uh, maybe uh, six years from now uh, when my kids are out of daycare or like, oh, well, I can't get the time off or oh, this or oh, that. And, you know, I'm kind of guilty of that too because I was a slave to my work's schedule for so long but just like seeing 10 people who can just drop everything and be together for like a quick weekend how fun it wasn't it wasn't easy because i don't see my friends that often either because everybody you know busy with their lives and you know work schedules and things like that but you know when it comes to it we try to make it work out like it took some planning on their part to get that many people like together and everyone synced their schedules and like getting a vehicle. You had a big old 15 Oh my God, we van. had a freaking 14 passenger van. That was literally the party van that we had. So we ended up, we ended up going to San Juan. Um, obviously everybody got there at different times because you know, of the different flight schedules and stuff. So I got there in the early afternoon and I met up with everybody, got to the hotel. The hotel was a piece of shit. <laughs> oh, you didn't tell me about this. Yes. Okay. So the hotel was shit. Um, for whatever reason, the hotels were expensive because on the weekends, you know, hotel prices are usually high. It was Valentine's weekend. Um, so hotels were not that cheap in Porter, in San Juan. So we got one that was cheap. It wasn't the best hotel, but it wasn't like, it was bad. Like I'm noticing now that I'm older, like when I travel, like before I want mine staying in some like rink-a-dink hotel or staying in a hostel or whatever with like four people to the room and one person on the floor and the between the beds yeah yeah and i'm like no to travel when we were young exactly and now now it's like i can't do that i can't do that so we all we got about yeah we have five hotel rooms it was two per room um leslie and i we were the one of the single ones in the group so everybody else had their like you know partners or whatever and so her and I, we, we, we shocked up in a room and <laughs> the room was raggedy. Like it had like, like the ceilings have, you know, those pop ceiling, the, yeah, the, the popcorn, no, yeah. No, the, the panels. So they the had panel ceilings. Yeah, <gasps> ceilings. They were missing. Uh, they had like black mold on like the window sills and like everything was old and outdated. Ew. Very old and outdated. How much did you pay? Um, for the weekend, it was for the two nights. It was three hundred dollars, so one fifty a night. One fifty oh, a night. I yeah, guess. that's Ooh. reasonable. But like I said, everything else was like like decent hotels. They were like three to six hundred dollars a night. Damn. So we were like, "Fuck that! We're not paying that." Tell everyone about your um, drive-through drinking experience. Yeah. So with the fourteen-passenger van. Um, we decided to like, we wanted to explore a little bit of San Juan. I've been to Puerto Rico before, but not to San Juan. 
So we decided to go to El Yunque Forest, which is the nice forest. It's about maybe like an hour away from, from San Juan and it's really beautiful and stuff. So along the way, we took the scenic route, you know, through the back roads so we can see like the water, like the beaches and the mountains and all that stuff. And along the way, they have all these little like little businesses, like little kiosks basically, where you can get food, you can get drinks and there's this drive-through bar. Like you literally drive through and you can order fucking alcohol to go. So it's like legal to just drink and drive there in Puerto Rico? And oh no, but we Damn. all got some freaking drinks. We all got some really delicious mojitos and it was big. It was a 32 ounce thing, a big 32 ounce uh, thing of, of mojitos that had tons of different flavors. They and looked I, good too. It was. I got strawberry. I like a mojito. Yeah. And it was cheap. It was $14 for a big 32 ounce um, of, of mojito. Wow. So obviously it, it had alcohol in it, but I don't think it had a shit ton of alcohol being the fact that it was $14. You know what yeah. I mean? But it was still good. And, you know, it was basically our party bus. We were listening to music along the way. We stopped in different like little spots to take pictures. We got to the Yonke Forest late and it was raining. But we still made the best of it. We stopped like in the different waterfall areas, stopped and looked at the different views. Um, and then obviously we partied, you know, we went to the clubs, you know, we popped our pussies at the club. Damn, I'm ready to pop away. my pussy. Some of, I haven't popped my friends, pussy in a minute. Yeah, girl, it was fun. Like some of our friends, they stayed till like the, till dawn. Like the day when, when we came back on Sunday, we had to leave Sunday night. Some of our friends, they didn't get back to the hotel until like 7, 7.30 in the morning. Damn. Like, it was crazy. I got back like around 4, 4.30 because I was like, you know what? If we're going to have to check out like around 11 or new, 11 a.m. or noon, it's like I need to get some sleep knowing that we're going to be out the rest of the day. Like we need, I need to get some rest. So like, it's like, let I'm me I'm afraid just, uh, to go to clubs because I don't want to get COVID. And I feel like when you're in the club, people are just breathing all over you and they're drinking. So their immunity is low. <laughs> well, you know what's so funny? I'm glad that you mentioned that. So you needed to have your, you needed to be vaccinated, which is a good thing. I'm vaccinated and I'm boosted up. You needed to wear your mask everywhere. Everywhere you needed to wear your mask. And they always checked your vaccine card if you're going to go to a restaurant. Same thing with the nightclubs. You had to show your vaccine card as well. So even though once you're inside the club, the majority of the people didn't have a mask on. I didn't have yeah. a mask on as well. I was okay with it because I saw that they were checking everybody to make sure that they had their vaccine card. And I appreciate so, that. I think yeah. it's great, but like, I Not mean, like I have, <laughs> I know like known a lot of people like over Christmas and that those months who had like a lot of people, even people I work with who were vaccinated and boosted and still got COVID. Yeah, you're like, right. I've known so many people vaccinated, boosted and still got COVID. Yeah, a lot of my friends did too. And I, and when I was in Barcelona for New Year's, I was like, holy shit, like, I hope I don't, you know, get COVID while I'm out there. And thank God we didn't. So, because if we did, we would have been stranded there for at least two weeks before yeah. we would come back. But it was a fun trip. Um, I, we, I haven't done a group trip like that with my friends in a while. I think the last time was like in 2020. So it's been a minute. So it was really nice. I just wish that we were there longer so we could have done more things, you know? Yeah, but um, we'll see what happens for another trip. I'm going to be uh, hopefully planning a trip or two this summer because Hanson is finally going back on tour after COVID. I have not seen them for like two and a half years almost. And that makes me so sad. 
because I've seen them like a million times every year of my life since I was 12. So that'll be fun and exciting for you. Are they going to come here to Orlando at all or not? Uh, They're coming to St. Petersburg. So I have to drive down there to, uh, it's a venue called Jonas Landing. And it's, I think it's a cute venue. It's not really where I want to be in the mid of summer because it's going to be hot, but it's a really cute venue. It's like outdoors. Anything for Hanson. I mean, I have waited in snow. I have waited in rain. I have been through it all for these boys, for oh, these men. So, girl for sure. <laughs> oh gosh, I just love them, and and I just since co- it's so weird. I like since COVID, I felt a little bit disconnected. Honestly, like this is probably be the first time in my life I've really felt the disconnect from them. And I know that sounds like stupid because I don't, you know, they're not my friends. They're not my family but I feel like I know them on that level because I have watched them. I mean, they've been in my life since I was 12 and I've met them a whole bunch of times. Yeah. But um, just being apart from them this long. Yeah. I mean, I kind of, and I, and they put out an album, like, so they had two albums that were ready to be released before COVID. And then because Uh of COVID, they held them back. Yeah. And then they put out one album putting it out one song a month which I really hate that and then I really didn't like any of the songs except for one which has never happened to me like I pretty much love everything they ever put out so between not liking their last their last bunch of songs and like not seeing them for so long I just feel like sad I don't want to have to like I hope that once I see them in in person my my love is going to spark up yeah (laughs) It'll spark up again. Something will spark <laughs> up, right? What's you gonna spark up? I was gonna say something's gonna spark up down there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, girl, don't get too excited now. <laughs> you get it hot over there and flustered. <laughs> Speaking of hot and fun and new stuff, let's talk about Ava, the new Iranian oh, park. This place. The winter park it is top it is awesome we got invited for like a grand opening kind of like cocktail reception and it's so nice it's so classy the environment is beautiful beautiful. uh the decor is amazing Yes. I mean, I would love to go back there to have just drinks, like to just sit at the bar. Oh, I love everything. So the chef is, how many Michelin stars does the chef have? Oh, I like, think he has different? like 28, I think he has 27 or 28 Michelin stars in his is that career. possible? I mean, yeah, because you get them like, when you go to different restaurants, you get them. So like, I don't, don't quote me on this, mm-hmm. but like I did, I did a bit of research on Michelin stars because of hearing this about him. Yeah. Um, but like that's kind of what makes people want to grab you as a chef so like yeah. if you have a restaurant that's either struggling or you just want your restaurant to be elevated you hire on a chef that is going to take your restaurant to the next level the next level so yeah. it, uh, I did some research on chef Michael and it says like he's worked in a ton of places like a ton of countries a ton of restaurants like really high-end restaurants 
Um, what did you think of the food? What were some of your favorite items? I loved everything. Like, you know me, I'm a foodie and um, I can be a little bit picky. Like I'll still eat a little bit of everything, but I'm also picky. Like I like certain seafoods, but everything was on point. Like they the have lobster, uh, lobster ceviche. You said it was really, really, good. really good. The the meatballs, I'm not much of a lamb eater. Like I'll eat sometimes lamb, but it just depends because sometimes lamb can be a little bit gamey. But their mm-hmm. lamb meatballs with that tzatziki sauce, oh, delicious. Was very delicious. They had vegetable ratatouille. The vegetable ratatouille was really, really good too as well. Um, their desserts was good. What was the one that you liked? Uh, it was oh, the fruit. It was I, like I a- don't know what it was called, but it was like very um, thinly layered tarts. Um, and then there was like a, a pillowy, um, like I don't know. Mousse mousse in between and then fresh fruit on the top it was really so, good it was good it was really good and then i got to try caviar for the first time there too what did you think of that i i skipped out on the caviar obviously because i have i'm just a picky eater and i have weird issues yeah. on textures in my mouth and i'm pretty sure so caviar would have made really me good the texture was good. So how I can kind of describe it is it tasted like, you know, like, you know, have you drank, you've drank boba tea before, right? You know, no, the- no, because I don't want those little balls in my mouth. It I will mean, literally like make me get balls in your mouth. <laughs> 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 okay. So to kind of describe it, it's kind of like boba balls, but obviously tinier because they're really tiny. They're little black balls. And then they put it what on a cracker with some kind of like chive, and what was the sauce that they piped onto the cracker? I don't remember, but just even just the caviar. It's like a cream cheese chive mixture or something yeah. like that. Even, even if just the caviar on the cracker would have been just fine because the caviar itself has a lot of flavor. So it was very, the balls were very soft, very moist. When you put it in your mouth, it just literally melted like butter, like individually, like the little caviar fish eggs just melted. And it had a very light but salty taste. It wasn't overly fishy at all. I feel like I should have tried it because I might, what if I don't get that opportunity again? Like I probably should have tried it. it. I'm kicking myself for not trying it, but I just don't want to like, I don't want to gag in public when I'm somewhere like that. So yeah, but it was good. Um, um, It looked like it was expensive caviar. Like obviously I don't think it was like the top, top, top prime because it was, you know, a lot of people there, but it was probably a decent, good quality. And you can taste it like it was it was good and i love their 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 drinks um what was the name of their um their their one specialty alcohol uh cocktail that they had um let me look just it follow up also follow their instagram because they've been showing videos of like the bartenders there um like lighting the bar on fire and like pouring all these specialty drinks they have this one drink that has like um cucumber in it like a really thinly sliced cucumber around the edge of the drink. Everything is so beautiful there. The bar is beautiful. And um, we had champagne too. We had sh- champagne. Yes. So I the even drink, had some I fancy had water. Yes. They, every, the champagne was on point. They had wines. Uh, one of their uh, uh, signature cocktails, I'm probably pr- pronouncing it wrong because it's French, I think. It's Pareil. Francois, Francis, and it's basically Bevedere vodka, Saint Germain elderflower, grilled pear, peppercorn, Grand Classico, Fino sherry, and Blanc vermouth. 
Did I have and that one? No, you that did. Yeah, but you didn't like it that much because it was a little bit strong. So you mainly stuck to like the wine and champagne. But that was my favorite because every time I went to go get it, because you know they were putting them in the small glass. Yeah. I was like, I need you please for my friend. <laughs> and and pour them both I, together. <laughs> yeah, put them both together, and I kept tipping the bartender. So I kept going to the same bartender, bartender guy. So he was he was cute too. He was very cute guy, the the bartender. And he was very sweet and I made sure to tip him and stuff because like he was really taking care of me. Like right away when he saw me, he's like, hey, do you need another round? I was like, yeah, thank you. I need two, please. And he would just hook it up. So the service Every was exquisite too. I mean, everyone was on point. The people serving were were just so very kind. nice. Yeah. I mean, everything there was top notch. That's and definitely a place to go there for like a date night or like a group of friends or even a special occasion. Like I would probably would love to have like a birthday celebration there for my yeah. birthday. Yeah. Who knows? Maybe there'll be a magical dining this year. Oh, I don't know about magical dining at that place. <laughs> I feel like that's a place that probably is like booked up for months at a time. Probably, especially now, especially now. But it was it's really great. So if you guys ever have a chance, definitely go out there or a date night or anything like that. It was that. also nice because we got to meet a lot of other influencers there. Like, yeah. you know, we're always seeing our fellow uh, influencers, you know, on Instagram and TikTok. And then when you go to these events, sometimes you don't really have time to like chat. But the the way this event was set up, it was very social. Yes. Um, you know, all the food we were eating was like past appetizers. So, you know, people were kind of walking around mingling you know, coming around table to table. So it was really nice to meet um, some other the, people. Yeah, it was a fun night. Like I really, really had a good time out there. Um, I, that's one of the reasons why like, I love doing this because it's like you get to connect with, you know, the local businesses, meet some of the local peoples. And in our case, you know, meet some of the other social media influencers like ourselves. So it was a really, really fun event. Like I, I would say that so far me doing this with you, that's been my favorite, my favorite event so far yeah food wise that is yeah it was really fun another one that we did and i've already been there before you did and i've been telling you to go and i'm glad that we got invited for the um media night was the monroe of here in downtown orlando oh, creative village that place that, oh gosh the vibes oh there like everything about that place um so many details like the furniture the the seating arrangements mm -hmm. the, lighting, the lighting everything in there is chef's kiss um and then they had the back patio that finally opened up um what was it like like two weeks ago that we were there so yeah the, the patio space out there uh they're doing a uh they're gonna be start doing events on the patio and i think this weekend is their first one no or they the just had it yesterday oh they had it yesterday oh, it already passed yeah but keep an eye They'll probably be yeah. doing more events. But they're going to be doing a lot more events. Um, the one that they just had recently was so they're going to have, they had like local breweries from like different local beers here and like obviously their food and other food vendors as well. But their the chicken was good. On, on point. That chicken was so fucking good. Yes. And I'm sad that I only, that I only grabbed one chicken, two chicken wings. I told you to keep that. <laughs> girl. I was like, girl, you better get some of this so you can try it. Cause I so went sadly, they have like some weird hours there too, though, because they're closed, I think like Monday, Tuesday, yeah. and then they're open in the morning for like a coffee type and shop and then in the, and lunch and then in the evening for dinner. So I think there's some time in the middle that they're not open. Yeah. Um, me and my sister, were going to go there. 
when she was here, but I don't know why we didn't. I think they might have been closed the day that we were yeah. trying to go or but something. Girl, let me but tell you, I was there in January. I'm still trying to try that mac and cheese that you That's what I was going to tell you. So I was there in January and their fucking mac and cheese is fucking amazing. Amazing. Because you know how some people, they put like all these weird cheeses or sometimes their mac and cheese can be a little bit dry, like some white people made it, you know? <laughs> so hey, 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 <laughs> I was waiting for you to say something. Yeah. <laughs> and this mac and cheese was amazing. Like it's literally Southern comfort food. The fried chicken was great. The biscuits. I had their oh my God, their biscuits. Steph, you will love their biscuit. It's like a cheese biscuit and, and it's buttery and it's soft and it's cheesy. Oh my God, Every, everything was so fucking good. And their alcoholic drinks were really, really yummy as well. We got to go back and just go to the bar because we have those coupons for the drinks. And, and if we go during happy hour, we can even get even more discounts. They have a really good happy hour menu. They have like burgers and other sandwiches and obviously different types of alcohols and wines that you can choose. Um, and that's over there in what the creative village right yeah, so this is like village. an up-and-coming area of orlando uh an it area is. that's kind of like over by the amway and it seems like they're really building up that area over there yeah um really so the are. owners of the restaurant they when we were at, there at that event they did kind of like a little i don't know like a little talk and they said that the themselves. yeah introduced themselves and and talked a little bit about the events they're going to be planning and they said that there are a lot of other things coming to the creative village. So yeah. that's something that we need to keep an eye on um, because it's just a beautiful area down there. Yeah, yeah, it really is. That part of town is growing because, you know, also under the I-4 by that part of town, they're doing a whole thing where you can like uh, like play games like, you know, like what is it like? I don't know. Cornhole, like, probably. Yeah, uh, basketball courts, tennis yeah. courts. They're gonna have like I heard little... soccer too. I heard they were gonna be yeah. putting a soccer field in. So that'll be really fun, you know, because especially in downtown, it's they're trying to make it more family friendly instead of just only party party. So that's also good. Um, even though downtown could be a little small and compact, but they're adding a lot of really cool, fun things to do out there as well. So I'm excited about that. The Monroe definitely recommend it, guys. Uh, visit their uh, Instagram as well so you can check them out. For sure. Now let's talk about our little fun, fun adventures out in Southern Hill Farm. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know what you were gonna say there. <laughs> <laughs> and tell me the 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 bullshit that you well not the bullshit. Let me take that back. The what I had to do beforehand with those donuts. <laughs> Oh, I feel so bad about that. No, don't that, feel bad so. at all. Like, I'm glad that we did it because those donuts were good. But like, we waited over an hour. I was probably there maybe like almost two hours waiting. I so um, for those of you who are like in the donut scene here in Orlando, there is a gal who she's a one woman show. She's an incredible baker. Um, yeah. She Her name on Instagram is Orlando, like D-O-U-G-H. Mm -hmm. And her donuts are fucking incredible. They're amazing. And she moved out of Orlando to another state. I think she moved to Seattle possibly. And she did a like a very last pop-up of making her donuts for Orlando before she moved away. 
And I just said to Johnny, like, hey, can you go pick up these donuts for me? Because I was at work, of course. Where am I every freaking weekend at work? <laughs> and I was like, because the place where she was having the, the um, pop-up was just like street. five minutes from your house. Yeah. So in my mind, I'm thinking like, you know, you get up whenever you get up, like around one, you drive down there, you <laughs> grab a couple donuts and you go home. No. If I would have done that stuff, those donuts would have been gone. I literally got there when they opened and there was already a fucking line. Like, I, just, I, I didn't like, expect that. Honestly, I didn't either. Like I wasn't expecting that either, but like, I'm, I don't, I'm not, I'm not mad. I'm not, I'm not, you know, and I was just, I wasn't expecting that, but the way it was worth it, the, the donuts were good. You know me, I love anything lavender and that had that lavender, like lavender, blueberry, chocolate chip cookie donut. She just has like a lot of really cool flavors, yes. flavor combinations. She did these really awesome Harry Potter donuts that were very detailed as far as the aesthetics and the flavor palettes but um so you went ahead and got these donuts for us and then the next mm-hmm. day I was off and uh, we met each other at Southern Hill Farms and we had a little breakfast picnic uh, with all our donuts in the parking lot and then <laughs> we went and picked sunflowers sunflowers saw the sunflower fields saw the strawberries that was, was my first cool. time it was fun. like that was my first time there too so yeah. I um, always want to go, but like I said, I work literally every weekend, so I never get the chance to go because it, they only have, I believe the farm is open year round, but they only have like these picking seasons at yeah. certain times. So in the I fall- I on there now, even though they have the blueberry trees or whatever, bushes or yeah. whatever season now. It was so I've always wanted to go like in the fall time because you know, that's kind of like a fall activity. But yeah. honestly, I'm so glad that we went when we did because I would not have wanted to do that in the heat. Yeah, it was like, cold. That day. The day it that we went, it was cold, but it was perfect because ugh, I would not want to be there when it's hot. Not at all. It was beautiful. Like I could literally spend like longer times on those on those in the sunflower fields. Like it is such a beautiful place to take pictures, do a photo shoot. Those sunflowers were gorgeous. And you got so you have to pay uh, I think it was like six dollars. So six dollars to go to the sunflower field, and then <clears throat> you get to pick one sunflower, and then any additional one is just two bucks, which is nothing. And those were huge; they were gorgeous. I pick, I got a couple of uh, sunflowers so I can bring to my mom and my sister, and they absolutely loved it. It was so much fun, like going out. The past there. two weekends, they did Bogo on flowers. So really, yeah, the past two weekends. So just keep an eye out for that maybe in the future. But what I want to tell you is if you want to get the cream of the crop, you need to go towards the beginnings of, like, I think we went the second or third weekend that they had flowers. Yeah. Um, Because, you know, as the weeks progress, all the, all the flowers are starting to get cut, cut away, cut away, cut away. So, and even, even when we were there, the strawberries were kind of barren. Wouldn't you say? It was, um, but remember, you got to go further back in the fields. And yeah. since we were going to pick strawberries, it was like there was no point for us to go all the way in the back because we kept seeing people with all their boxes and there were big, beautiful strawberries. So I was yeah. like, okay, so. They and they were a lot cheaper than they'd be at Publix. So. Yeah, that's true. And then um, we got to ride the tractor, which was nice. Yeah, we did get to ride a tractor. <laughs> 
And I like how they had like the different food trucks there. Yeah. Um, they also have um, all of the different like activities for kids to play at. So uh, we made a cute little story time video talking about it, but we're going to be posting more videos about like different fun family activities to do out there. Um, they have these fire pits out there. They have a really cool little rooftop area we can kind of relax at and eat your food out there if you want and just enjoy the beautiful. We got stuff. a blueberry um, grilled cheese, cheese sandwich. It was good. It was I liked good. it. Yeah. yeah um, but if you guys want to go in the fall, which will probably be their next big event, um, pumpkin picking. Just check out their website because in the fall time, you do need to purchase tickets. Um, I don't know if that's like a, a yearly thing or if that was a COVID thing so that they could keep track of how many people. Yeah. Because there were actually in the fall some weekends that I was going to go, but then like the one or two weekends I was off, the one or two weekend days I was off, they were sold out. So they do keep track in the fall how many people are coming. Yeah, I wouldn't mind going in the fall and checking them out as well. So that'll be, that'll be kind of fun. And the, the, the upcoming event that's kind of similar to, well, not similar, but somewhat the uh, Strawberry Festival. Yeah, I'm so bummed. They're, one of my favorite bands, which is Boys to Men, they're coming, but I'm unable to go because I have to attend a friend's party, uh, like a retirement going away party that night. So I'm not going to be able to go, but I love Boys to Men. But if you go on their website, you'll see like they have a lot of um, big acts coming. So they yeah. have concerts um, on the weekends, I guess. And then they have carnival rides and carnival food. Yeah, That's my favorite part, the carnival food. Yeah, the different- I'm talking the, about the, a deep fried uh, Oreo. I'm talking about a corn dog. I'm talking about a big heaping pile of cheese fries. And a lot of strawberry themed food as well too. So, oh yeah. You know, like their, their, their funnel cakes, you know, with the different strawberry, you know, syrups. You know. Before anybody jumps on our dick about this, it's not in Orlando. It's out like a little past, um, what Isn't would you it like say? in Plant City or something? It's in Plant City, yes. So. Not that bad of a drive, but you know, some people can be anal about it. It's worth the drive. It'll be a fun family event or even- That's out there by Sir Henry's in Plant City. Yes, so, so it actually starts tomorrow, March the 3rd through the 13th. Okay. So it'll be, it'll be, it'll be going on for a little bit of time. So hopefully we can go check it out um, maybe this weekend or, or, or the following or something like that. We can I want to see, see Boys to Men. Would you yeah. go see Boys to Men if I said, let's go? If I could. Go I mean, I like their music, but I'm not like a fanatic. So I wouldn't say no. The tickets weren't bad either. I think they were like 35 bucks. No, no, not bad at all. And like I said, I've never been, so it would have been kind of fun to check it out and obviously make videos and talk about it to, you know, promote it because it is a really big event that they do every year. So, and I've heard about it, you know, all the years that I've been living here and stuff, but I just never, never been. Also, if you're looking for a deal on tickets, you can go to any Publix and Publix are selling discounted tickets for $8 instead of 10 for adults. Ooh, that's good to know. Did you see the Publix? Um, reply to that story that I made about that Valentine's Day story. I saw that. I saw that. <laughs> I was like, holy crap, that's pretty I cool. I tagged Publix in the story and they immediately messaged, ba uh, messaged back saying, we aim to please. And I was like, thank you, Publix. Yes, Publix doesn't, doesn't disappoint. I actually had, I was craving their chicken tenders over the weekend 
And normally that like for, for, for whatever reason, when I crave chicken tenders from them, they always have like on their, like on their website or newsletters or whatever that their public chicken tender subs are on sale. But unfortunately me craving it this past weekend, it wasn't on sale. <laughs> but what was on sale, which I wasn't expecting was their three piece chicken tender combo. Oh, no. 50 cents, and, whatever, no big deal, but I was gonna- And those are fat tenders too. They're yeah. fat and juicy. Fat and juicy, and I got me some mac and cheese. They have, the Publix here by me, they have white Gouda mac and cheese, which is good, but I prefer the yellow mac and cheese. And it was mm. like, oh, and then in my potato wedge, wedges and dip it in my honey mustard sauce. I was like, <laughs> I was feeling so Publix- A meal my, after my own heart. Right, exactly, exactly. <laughs> Well, I'm glad that we got to catch up and kind of explain, you know, we'll talk about some of the things we've been doing and, you know, talk, get a little bit more personable about our lives and just kind of catching up with everybody, you know? Definitely. Well, again, guys, um, if you have Apple podcasts, go ahead and leave us a five-star review and Please. write about how wonderful you think we are and how much fun you have listening to us. I mean, I guess if you want to say something funny and rude, you could say something funny and rude too. I mean, well, you know, we sometimes have fun reading the rude comments people leave on TikTok, but, um, you know, follow us on TikTok, follow us on Instagram. If you have other friends that like to have fun and not be boring, you know, pass our stuff on, send it to the group chat. Uh, you know, we get a lot of positive feedback, people saying like, yo, I just love watching your stuff. Like I'm always finding new things. And I went here that, that you talked about and I went to this place and, you know, so we enjoy um, hearing people's experiences about the things that we do, so. Exactly, exactly. And we get to learn a lot of new things too because before doing this, I didn't know there were so many cool things here in Orlando for things to see and do. Like it's yeah. awesome. It's awesome. So I'm glad that we're that we're doing this. But yes, guys, listen, make sure you follow, leave us comments, let all your friends and family members know. Tell your dogs, tell your cats to listen as well. <laughs> <laughs> the more the merrier. <laughs> all right, guys. Well, until next time, we will see you soon. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.